the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing. Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. I'm proud to have as my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, one of California's fastest growing mortgage investment firms, and Mark Cooper of HL Commercial. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for three tanning certificates. In fact, we're getting into uh, springtime now and everyone's going to want their tan. Oh, yeah. I felt the sun this week. It was I know. Amazing. Can you believe it? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Sunscreen time. And we're going to be giving away those three tanning certificates during this show. Those certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, again, today's trivia theme is random trivia. Uh, uh, Mark, what you got for us? Well, you know, more... Um Good economic news. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are like me. I am so tired of opening up the local Bay Area papers, and it's just article after article after article bashing our new president, um, although a lot of it is well-deserved. I just, I'm, I'm just I'm just getting tired of reading it. So I'm, when I find, you know, I, I scour the Internet looking for, you know, good real estate-related, economy-related news. And, and uh, on last week's show, we talked about how the post-election jump in consumer confidence was finally turning into spending. Well, this week, I found a Bloomberg report that says, uh, say what you will about Donald Trump's economic prescriptions. It isn't hard to argue that he hasn't been a boon for corporate sentiment. Um, cheerfulness is spreading, literally, this article goes on to say. Executives use the word optimistic a record 51% on uh, earnings calls this quarter, according to Bank of America. And this goes all the way back to 2003, the highest since 2003. They describe things as better, more often than worse, uh, or weaker at the highest rate. So uh, much of the improvement we've seen in this has been in the sentiment indicators, but we're, what we're really looking to see, of course, is that this comes through in actual corporate buying activity. So um, still, you know, it's, uh, the, the good news, I guess, really is we are starting to see in other sectors, as we shared last week, that uh, consumer spending is actually picking up and business spending. Um, it uh, remains to be seen how much of that corporate spending, uh, uh, how much of that corporate uh, um, sentiment turns into spending. And then even Charlie Munger, who is uh, all 93 years of him, a Republican and a billionaire and, a, and a, what, an associate of Warren Buffett, uh, um, said uh, a year ago that Trump was not morally qualified to be president of the United States. Well, today, he says, oh, I've gotten a little bit more mellow, um, and not everything he says is wrong. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See, not, he not, should, not everything. Not everything. He should tell that to the, uh, to the San Francisco Chronicle. Um, 
So uh, he, he likes that Donald Trump said he wouldn't touch Social Security because most Republicans have all kinds of schemes for revising Social Security. But with this, he's with Donald Trump. But again, again, to say he's uh, he's not wrong on everything. And just because he isn't like us, roll with it. Interesting thing he qu- quoted here, Charlie Munger, in this article. Um, he do, he's um, uh, Yahoo Finance uh, uh, interviewing him asked Munger to weigh in on the protests and boycotts against companies that have ties to Trump, particularly retailers. And here was his response. I don't like that at all. Basically, I'm not in favor of young people agitating and trying to change the whole world because they think they know so much. I think young people should learn more and shop less. So I'm not sympathetic to them. Young people are out on the streets agitating, and that's not my system. I think if if you've got a Hitler or somebody like that, then yes, you should agitate. But short of that, young people should learn to should learn more and shop less. That's 93-year-old billionaire Charlie Munger with uh, his words of wisdom. And then, last but not least, a little local real estate news. Uh, If you didn't already know this, the West Coast is leading the charge in the seller's market. And this is a Zillow report that pretty much, you know, tells us, you know, what we already know. Uh, Seattle, uh, San Francisco, uh, Portland, San Jose, uh, they all top the list as the best locations to be a seller. And, of course, I, I know that from my own clients that we make loans to, the fix-and-flip loans we've been making at Pacific Private Money. They can't, uh, they, I mean, they can't get their properties on the market fast enough. Uh, it's really a very, very strong uh, uh, real estate market out there in the Bay Area, in, in most markets uh, starting here in 2017, which uh, um, I'm very pleased about uh, being a lender. Um, but what was interesting, what I highlighted in this article, because most of it just says stuff we already know, that you know we've got a seller's market here on the West Coast. It says, even though the market is currently not favoring the buyer in the nation's growing West Coast cities, Zillow sees this trend changing in the future. Well, duh, that's why they call it a cycle. It's not going <laughs> to just keep going up, 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 up. This is not uh, uh, internet stocks in 99. Uh, it's a whole new market that'll never go down. Um, <laughs> what, but here's what I thought was interesting. They are not. They're not uh, um, predicting the market flipping to a buyer's market on the West Coast until sometime in 2018 or 2019. So they're really kind of pushing that out there. Uh, Zillow also expects uh, national home volume, uh, values to slow down from a nearly seven percent appreciation rate, which we're uh, enjoying now, depending on what side of the table you're on. Uh, they see that uh, dropping uh, in half to about 3.5% by the end of 2017. Again, not a bad thing. You know, uh, yeah. Home prices shouldn't appreciate too fast. It prices too many buyers out of the market and gets us closer to that top of the cycle. So we like uh, that. And we shared also last week how San Francisco uh, Bay Area, on average, is appreciating at about a 5% rate right now, which is half of what it was a year ago. So again, much more sustainable. But uh, again, the good news, the net net on this article is that uh, at least for Zillow, and actually they've got uh, um, a pretty good data collection system going for them, they are not seeing a uh, seller's market flipping to a buyer's market on the West Coast for residential real estate uh, until uh, sometime in the next couple of years. All right. Tell you what, we're going to cut to a uh, first commercial break. And Mark Cooper, you're talking way too much on this show. (laughs) I was just, I can't (laughs) wait to chime in. He was mesmerized by my uh, reporting there. During the next uh, portion, we're going to talk Zillow because I've got a few things I want to say about Zillow there. Okay. Very good. All right. I'm not going to pick on him too much. Zillow bashing. Uh, All right. So (laughs) here we go. First of all, we're going to make a little mention here for Alcatraz. Uh, You guys ever visited Alcatraz Island? I have. It's It's wonderful. It's awesome. Just in the last couple of years, I was there. 
Okay, so planning is a must. Go to AlcatrazCruises.com. They guarantee the lowest price for Alcatraz tickets. Mm-hmm. And also, we want to make a mention here for the for the um, Wine Garden Children's uh, Center. What do you do if your child cannot hear or speak? Where do you go? Children's uh, Wine, excuse me, Wine Garden Children's Center provides innovative and effective therapy. And they also have a special uh, benefit golf tournament coming up on Monday, April 17th. Check them out. They have dinner, golf, and dinner included. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org. All right, here's our first trivia question. Which singer's real name is Stefani Joanne Angelina Germanata? All right? I got this one. You got this one? Okay. <laughs> Me too. All right. Very good. Uh, call 888. Uh, okay. 888-912-1190. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing. I'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hanf and Mark Cooper. Which singer's real name is Stefani Joanne Angelina Germanata? Uh, Mark Cooper, who did you think it was? My guess was Gwen Stefani. And mine is Lady Gaga. It is Lady Gaga. Very good, Mark. I'm not going to ask you how you know that. My wife subscribes to People Magazine. Okay, well, then you just... I don't read it. You just told America that you did that. Okay. Yes. Let's make a quick mention here also for the San Francisco Symphony. Uh, Beethoven's Symphony Number 7. I don't know which one that is, but... It's the good one. It's the good good one, yeah. (laughs) So um, that is uh, March 16th, um, the San Francisco Symphony. Give them a – go go to SanFranciscoSymphony.com. Buy tickets now. Buy tickets now. Uh, Mark Cooper, uh, I know you want to make a little mention about Zillow. Let's let's talk Zillow here for a second. Okay. First of all, I think Zillow is really cool. And and what it's going to do is look at tax records, uh, which is information about square footage of your property. Yep. And then it looks at sold comps around your neighborhood. It does not take into consideration the condition of your property. Good point. Absolutely. That's very so, true. Um, I get a lot of folks. I work with investment properties here in Marin, apartment buildings. Um, I, have, I have a fourplex buyer who came to me, owner, and said, oh, my gosh, I bought my fourplex for less than a million bucks. You know what? Zillow just told me it's worth 1.4. And I said, really? Well, what they did was they took the single family houses in the neighborhood, used a price per square foot of that, you know, say it's 600 bucks a square foot, yeah. and then multiplied that times the square footage of his fourplex, which is an older building hmm. uh, that was that, converted. That $10 million worth of work. <laughs> a converted house. Uh, okay. and, and, you know, and with income properties, we look at income and expenses to yeah. develop a cap rate yep. to, fi- to determine the value where Zillow is looking at a price per square foot of houses that have sold. Well, in that neighborhood, most sellers will fix and flip while yep. they're spending money uh, on these gotcha, properties. Yeah. So it's really hard to to get a value based on Zillow. If you want to know what your property is worth, I'd say talk to a broker yep. that is working with say, buying and selling properties in that neighborhood. Definitely, if you want to sell your property or get a valuation, talk to somebody that knows what they're doing. Zillow is a great start, uh, but if you hear someone say Zillow, uh, what you want to do is go, I know a great broker who can help you determine the value of your property. Um, let me give you – can I have him give you a call? And if it's That's in Marin County, yeah. uh, it, that would be Mark Cooper, 415-608-1036. Well, Mark, since we have you uh, right here, let's go right into a question we received from a listener that says, how do security deposits work on commercial spaces? Do tenants get interest on their money? 
And when do they get their money back? Is there a legal limit to the amount? Because I guess what this person's getting at is like in San Francisco on residential, it has to be kept in an interest-bearing account. Oh, there's all it's residential. It right? sounds like this person might be building a case, but but yeah. what, what's right. What, let, let's start with residential because here in California, uh, what it is is two times the rent is the limit on a vacant space, three times if the space is occupied on an apartment building, residential, a house, something that you're going to live in. Okay. With commercial properties, there is no legal limit. To what a security deposit could be, and I've seen, uh, I've done restaurant deals where it's a hundred thousand dollars because wow. there's fixtures and equipment yeah. uh, that are valued there. Mm-hmm. So there's no legal limit on what the security deposit be, and there's no limitations on what the contract can say for commercial properties. So if a landlord and tenant agreed that within six months the landlord would return the security deposit either mm-hmm. at the end of the lease or the tenant vacating and returning possession, then they would abide by that contract. And there's no interest paid unless it's specifically now, in the it, contract. Back either, to right? interest, that's going to be typically interest is paid on properties where they have rent control, like San Francisco, yeah. maybe Berkeley. Uh, you're going to see interest paid on a residential property. At but what interest rate? De- well, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, because it, it, might, it yeah. might be as high as 10%, because yeah, that's go. the legal limit. There but. you go. So um, so no interest paid on commercial uh, yeah. security deposits. Now, one thing I would say to all you landlords out there, uh, I cringe when I hear first and last. And we were okay. talking about go, yeah, a little bit about that at the break. Um, you know, a secure, the purpose of a security deposit is to have money if the tenant stops paying the rent and to have money if there are damages done. So what happens if the tenant stops paying the rent and damages the property? You want to have at least one month's rent, probably two, maybe more. And you don't want first and last because that implies that when the tenant is about to move out, they don't even pay the rent for that last month. If they don't pay the rent for the last month and they do any damage at all, you have no money that's going to go toward any damages. Would you suggest if you can get it first, last, and security? Forget about the last. Okay, forget gotcha. about the Just last. Just first what and I, security. Typically what I'll do, depending on the on the space, and I do retail, industrial, I'll do office buildings, depending on the space itself, I'll do anywhere from one and a half to three times the rent right. they as don't call a, it last security. Anymore. Forget about yeah, last. Yeah, don't yeah. call it last. Okay, so here. Okay, so here, here's yeah. the question I know that all the listeners are, are thinking. I'm in my lease, and I'm, I know my lease is coming due, and it's going to be the last month. And I say, forget it. Oh, you've got enough in security deposit. I'm not paying. Now, technically, you can evict me, but how long is that going to take? I'll be gone in the next month anyway. Well, a lot right? of these leases will provide for any non-payment of rent, or even uh, they'll provide for a repair that the landlord needs to make to be taken from the security deposit, and that security deposit needs to be immediately increased. Now, I see what you're saying. Hey, I'm moving out in a month anyway. Yeah. So it's going to take them three days to get a notice to pay rent or quit yep. and another 30 to 60 days to get me an unlawful detainer and I'm yeah. going to move out. Now, one thing that will happen is landlords are really – they're going after tenants who don't abide by the leases and they'll get a judgment and they'll get it, they'll ding your credit. Okay. So if you're just thinking, hey, I'm going to save a few bucks by not paying the last month's rent or yeah. screw the landlord, uh, what they will do is they'll get a judgment and that will be recorded on there. And I bet a lot of lenders – and landlords are looking. When I see someone that's got an unlawful detainer, which means they haven't paid the rent to their prior landlord, yep. that's that, pretty much that's a, not a good sign. I would rather see a bankruptcy. Yeah, I'd rather see a maybe a foreclosure. But boy, when I see an unlawful detainer or a judgment against a tenant for non-payment of rent, 
that's just a, that's a red flag. It's like when someone goes into an attorney and says, you know, what can I help you with? And he says, well, I, I need to sue the last three attorneys that I tried to <laughs> I hire. Love you know, but love it, <laughs> love it. And that's another one I see is, uh, oh, these the the late fee is too high. I don't agree to this late fee. It's a hundred. Pay it on time. It's a hundred dollar late fee. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's what the, the question I got this week was security deposits, and uh, uh, I'm happy to help with landlords or tenants if you have questions, especially in Marin about security deposits. All right. When we come back, uh, Mark, we have a question for you. It's almost like a Zillow type thing because it has to do with BPOs. And what are they? And should you get them instead of appraisals and all that kind of fun stuff? BPO versus an appraisal. We'll tell you what that means coming up. All right. So I want to make another quick couple of mentions here. We've got the Grape Leaf Inn, which is located in Healdsburg. Uh, they have gracious hospitality and a country inn with meticulous service, fine cuisine, luxury of jacuzzi tubs, fireplaces, and after a day of wine tasting at any one of the Wilson Artisan wineries, unwind in the speakeasy prohibition era underground bar. That sounds awesome. Oh, that sounds cool. Okay, call them at 707-395-0929. That's the Grape Leaf Inn. And then want to make a quick mention here also for now... Get this. Mount Shasta Resort. Now, there's a new one for us, okay? So why fight the traffic of going to Tahoe and stand in long lines when you can cruise up I-5 to Mount Shasta and ski and stay for the price of a, of a Tahoe lift ticket? That's right. Weekday ski packages start at $75 per night at the Mount Shasta Resort. So no traffic long lift, or, or, or long lift lines. Uh, check them out at www.mountshastaresort.com or call 530-926-3030. Okay, so here is our second trivia question here. What kind of person shall not be honored on a U.S. postal stamp according to the U.S. Postal Service and the Citizen Stamp Advisory Committee? And the answer is not Donald Trump. Okay? The uh, first caller with the correct answer is going to win that free tanning certificate. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Edward Brown here, along with Mark Honf and Mark Cooper. We got a lot of Marks here. Mark, Mark. Got a pair of Marks. That'll be a a full house anytime. Okay. Here's the trivia question. What kind of person shall not be honored on a U.S. postal stamp according to the U.S. Postal Service and the Citizen Stamp Advisory Committee? An imaginary person? No. A living person. Yes. I knew it. You are correct. My first guess was cartoon character, but I went with living. So that means Homer Simpson could be on a stamp. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Although he's not dead. Except that he lives in my heart, so that doesn't (laughs) count. Okay. So we have a question here from Marcon from a listener. It says, I'm a new investor, and notice sometimes a loan uses a BPO to determine value and sometimes an appraisal. What's the difference, and should I care? So first off, let me give a little background on when this person says they're a new investor. So my company is Pacific Private Money, and we are a real estate lender. We make real estate secured loans, and we're an alternative to bank financing or or an alternative to conventional financing. We basically exist to rescue deals. Um, We're a kind of a plan B lender when plan A uh, won't work. And so we're one of the few private lenders in California that will do um, owner-occupied purchase transactions. And in fact, that's a growing 
percentage of the loans we do is um, uh, we market to realtors and mortgage brokers to let them know that if they have a client that they believe should qualify for con- conventional financing or will qualify for conventional financing within a reasonable period, and we usually define that as within one year, then we can generally, in most cases, provide uh, bridge financing for that client to help them close the transaction. Uh, people also come to us if they've run out of time and they have to close quickly because we can react very quickly. And the fact that we can react very quickly is because we don't require there to be a formal appraisal on a property. And the reason why that's important is that, particularly in today's real estate market, appraisals take a lot longer in many markets to receive. And so uh, if a file comes to us and they've got a week or less than two weeks even, I mean, even if it's three weeks to close and they don't think they can get bank financing in time and they really, really want this house, we can provide them with uh, easy, easier to qualify, low documentation uh, requirement financing to close that. And if they have an appraisal, great, we'll use that. That's one thing that's really cool about uh, um, uh, lender, uh, companies like Pacific Private Money is that uh, we have the uh, option to, to take another appraisal, whereas banks won't. They will require you to um, – they will have to order their own appraisal through a third-party uh, appraisal system. And we don't have to do that. And, and even more than that, if there is no appraisal on it, we know that we can't get an appraisal in a week or two weeks most likely. So we have a, uh, um, a database of brokers throughout Northern California who can issue for us what's called a broker price opinion or a broker opinion of value. So they're used interchangeably. One is called a BPO, broker price opinion, or the other one's called a broker opinion of value, BOV. So either a BPO or a BOV. And that's simply uh, a, a, an opinion from someone who is knowledgeable in the marketplace as to what the likely value of that home is today. And I'll tell you honestly, I actually like broker price opinions better many times than an appraisal because an appraisal has to be written within a certain formula. There are certain guidelines that an appraiser absolutely has to adhere to. And I've seen it where appraisers come in with numbers uh, that are lower, in fact, than the realistic, real world, what could I get for this house if I put it on the market today? Uh, Appraisals are oftentimes more conservative. So I really, as a lender who is concerned about you know, what happens if I have to take the property back? I want to know what my market value starting point is going to be if I have to foreclose on that property. And so this person who asked the question um, as a new investor, well, they happen to be an investor, meaning that they are, they've invested capital into one or more of our real estate secured funds that we offer at Pacific Private Money for people who are looking for alternative investment options where they can earn higher rates of return uh, in order to diversify uh, their investment portfolio. And so we have a uh, what are called mortgage pool funds at Pacific Private Money that provide returns that are higher than you typically see, uh, uh, certainly offered by banks or CDs, and they're not correlated with the market, meaning whether the market, uh, uh, which is going up, 
by the way, really nicely. Uh, year over year, we're, we're almost at a record pace for, uh, for stock market increases. But, um, you know, is that sustainable? And, and uh, do you want to have all your eggs in one basket? Probably not. So we have funds that uh, produce yields starting in the high sevens and low eights all the way to a new fund we just launched that's designed to produce uh, returns to our investors in the 10% range. And so we pool that money and we use it to make these short-term bridge loans uh, to people who need to close quickly. So for more information about that, go to our our uh, uh, newly updated website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com, of course, all one word. Or give us a call. We're here in the Bay Area, 415-883-2150. Before we go to break, how do you think you're going to be able to produce 10% yields? So this new fund is going to have a mixture of debt that is uh, less expensive, uh, right around 5% is our projected cost of, of this, uh, of this debt uh, structure, which will um, help us uh, leverage that yield up from uh, the 8% that we pay in our existing fund, which is non-leveraged. Gotcha. And then number two, we're also going to be doing some investments in other uh, funds that produce double-digit yields. Some of them are located out of state, and they're run by very competent fund managers that uh, we know and have been following them for the last couple of years. Uh, and then third, we're also going to be doing some uh, equity joint venture uh, investments with some of our top borrowers, those who have demonstrated the experience, capacity, and uh, financial background and, and capabilities to be able to buy, remodel, and flip properties. Uh, and so we've already got a, a few of those companies identified. We're looking at some projects right now, and we've got a great team put together. And again, for more information, uh, give us a, a call because we do regular presentations where uh, you can come to our office. We can fit about 20 people in our lobby, and we do uh, every month we do a presentation. We also do webinars on, uh, on, on how uh, the fund structure works and its safety and security features. So for more information, go to Pacific Private Money. Com. Very good. Okay, here's our last trivia question here. The average human body contains how many pints of blood? That's our question. <laughs> the first caller with the correct answer is going to win a free tanning certificate. Call 888-912-1190 to answer this question. The average human body contains how many pints of blood? All right. Don't touch that dial. The best investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Honf and Mark Cooper. Here was our last trivia question. The average human body contains how many pints of blood? I'm going to go 18 there. Is there a decimal point on it? 18. Uh, on the answer? Is it, no, is no, it no, no, no. It's a round number. Okay, 15. And only nine. Oh, oh. darn it. Well, I was closer. That's true. <laughs> closer, without going over, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, two exactly. out of three. Yeah. Um, so, Mark Cooper, uh, you were going to kind of continue on this BPO discussion we had. Right. We're, when I uh, got started in the industry, BPO was a big part of what I was doing. I worked with some of the local banks, Tamalpais Bank, Circle Bank, and they would have opportunities to buy portfolios uh, of properties, especially when banks were getting closed and acquired. Um, so what they would do is they would send us out real quick and they'd say, hey, I just want to know what would this property sell for in this market? I don't need a full-blown appraisal, yeah. not for lending Which purposes. in commercial could be like 3500 and up. 
Yeah, right? and, and take three expensive. weeks. And yeah. the funniest thing or of all longer. is when those appraisers call me and they say, hey, Mark, I've seen that you've done you know seven sales in San Rafael last year. Most of the comps that I'm using are yours. Can I ask you a few questions so I could do this appraisal here? And <laughs> it's, so, yeah, how, how much of that commission right, that that do I get? So I usually give them about two minutes. Um, I'll ask them what property <laughs> yeah. they are valuing, and I'll tell them what I know about that property. I specialize in Marin County for commercial properties. But the broker price opinion is something that I was doing when I first got started. I now have a team of agents, and uh, I'm getting their feet wet doing some of these BPOs again. So we're offering opinions of value on Marin County commercial properties, $500 for a two-week turnaround, and we use That's a, a great price, actually. I know. Don't, wow. o- don't overuse. Uh, five, <laughs> don't uh, abuse it. $500 two-week turnaround, and we rush it for 1000 bucks. but I really discourage the rushes. I would say, you know, plan ahead. Um, but what we're doing a lot of is that uh, tenant buying the property from the landlord. Oh, and the and the first step on that is to really figure out what is this property worth, uh, and then I can combine, I can uh, I can connect that tenant with either an SBA conventional or possible uh, private money lender uh, to see what they qualify for in terms of getting a loan. Put together a whole package and 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 either. Uh, approach the landlord, and we can come in as a consultant. We're doing some flat fee contracts. Um, because the buyer and seller and property have been identified, I can use a commercial purchase contract. I can assist with the uh, the financing, all the diligence, disclosures, and the inspections. Yeah, because I, I, I would think that if the, you know, the tenant is buying the building from the uh, owner, the owner probably wouldn't want to pay a standard commission on something they like don't. that. I mean, I yeah. would say in, in properties around a million bucks, we're doing a flat fee of ten thousand dollars. Yeah, see, that's and, only one percent. Yeah, that's and reasonable. A, a commission on a sale would be six percent. So they're they're saving fifty thousand dollars, and we're making it. A big part of that is the timeline for the inspections. And and the loan. Now, from a legal standpoint, are you like representing? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me yeah. that question. <laughs> Typically, what we'll do, since the money's coming from the landlord, I will I will be representing the landlord. Um, I try not to get into dual agency too yeah. much, but it's really if the in terms of dual agency, it's a question of disclosures and is the buyer willing to pay more? Is the landlord the seller willing to take less? And that's not the information that I'm going to share. So yeah. um, so typically, I, I'm representing the person that's paying me, sure. and I help with all the contracts and things like that. So uh, that's that's the way that we would describe that. So so, so it's an off-market transaction. Uh, you're not doing a full-blown appraisal. There's a discounted commission involved. On average, and I don't know if this is a fair question, is the buyer getting a better deal or is the seller getting a making more money. I want to say it's a win-win, Mark. <laughs> you would say Sounds like that. a true politician to me. I want to yeah. say it's a win-win. Um, now, <laughs> uh, some of these tenants have been in there for a long time. I, I think I mentioned a, a property I'm working on in Berkeley. The tenant's been in there for 25 years. Yeah. And the, the landlord has said, hey, uh, you know, let's give this guy a shot if he wants to buy the property. Um, see if we can get him qualified for an SBA loan with 10% down. And and then if not, we can bring this property to market. That's one reason I can offer this discounted uh, commission is that if if it turns out landlord and tenant don't agree, uh, I can, I'm happy to bring the property to market and get top dollar. Yeah. But the nice thing is there's no interruption of uh, of the rents. There's no yeah, displacement exactly. or or the tenant. I mean, a lot of these like I did a restaurant in Corte Madera. 
Nobody ever knew the property changed hands. They they were just serving meals. I don't even know if the waitresses knew. You know, they <laughs> that's there. awesome. Got it. You're not marching people through the business. Uh, yeah. No disruption. So um, so we're happy to do that. Broker opinion of values and. Uh, and flat fees for, for uh, transactions where the, pro- the parties have been identified. That's really great to know because yeah. I would think, first of all, you don't know what you don't know, and a lot of people might be uh, afraid or embarrassed to reach out to a professional yeah. uh, real estate broker and even ask them that question because they might think they'd be insulting. But or, here you're or, offering or, or, or they sometimes just automatically hire an attorney, which right. may not be, you know, I'm not going to bash attorneys, but... You know, a lot of times the brokers can do better than the attorneys. Well, like, for example, in Corte Madera, it was a restaurant, and uh, I was there at the inspection. The inspector <laughs> crawls underneath the building and goes, do you know that this building had burned? It was in a fire before. Wow. Uh, I don't mm. think the attorney would be crawling around underneath that basement <laughs> with me, but we took pictures, and sure enough, this property was almost 100 years old. At some point, it had burned, wow. uh, and it had been repaired. But it was just good to know, so that that yeah. was that was some information that we did. For disclosure, um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it's just connecting the the buyers with the right uh, the right financing to get the deal done and be realistic with the timelines. See, that's another good yeah. point is is for the broker to help out with with those kinds of suggestions. Make yeah. the introductions, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a deal of the week I'd yes, like to share. Um, so again, as I mentioned earlier, Pacific Private Money, we do a lot of transactions to help people buy homes when conventional financing is not an option for either speed or there's something with their credit or they don't have all the cash available. So here's a situation where someone came to us through one of our uh, lovely agents uh, that uh, wanted to move up. They were living in an older home and wanted to move up into a nicer home. They didn't want to sell their current home first. They had the down payment equity tied up in that existing home. So that what they really needed was 100% financing to acquire the target property. And when the, um, when the application came in, they were looking for 75% combined loan-to-value when we did the math. We looked at how much equity they had in their home after uh, we uh, came up with a market value, what we thought it would likely sell for, and compared that to the purchase price they had on the existing home. And when we did our math, the combined loan-to-value for the loan they needed was going to be at about 75%. We like to keep it closer to 70%. So we found out during the course of the conversation, before we really dug into it and got an application and pulled credit, we found out that this person had a parent who um, could possibly contribute some money to the transaction to bring it down to 70%, which is more in line with our comfort zone. Although I will say, for Bay Area, particularly Marin or San Francisco, we will go up to 75% uh, loan-to-value if we believe that uh, other factors exist so that we're comfortable we're going to be paid back. Because at the end of the day, we don't want you to be stuck in our loan. We don't want you to be stuck paying 9 or 10%, depending on the, the, the situation and, and the loan we provide. We don't want you paying that long term. So so they said, okay, and we got their information. We pulled the credit. Well, we pulled the credit, and we found out that there was an awful lot of short-term credit card debt uh, that this applicant had. In fact, in fact it was about $40,000 worth. And when we did the ratios and looked at their income, uh, because, again, a conventional lender would look at this later, we realized that what we really needed her to do is pay this down. So instead, now we haven't done the transaction yet, but we've suggested, how about you get money from your parents to pay your credit cards down to zero, and then we'll make you a 75% loan, because then you will actually look like you qualify better 
for a conventional uh, rate and term refinance uh, down the road once the transaction is seasoned. So again, for more information, if you're a realtor or mortgage broker out there and you want to know how you can help your client with a plan B, we will never take your clients. We don't do conventional financing. We only do short-term bridge financing for people who need alternative uh, uh, opportunity to buy a home. It's uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com, 415-883-2150. Yeah, and from a risk standpoint, I like the 75% because you do short-term loans. The odds of a property going down 25% in six months or even a year, not so great. Okay, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. When we come back, we're going to have some uh, closing comments for a few minutes. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Kampf and Mark Cooper. Uh, Mark Cooper, we were talking about BPOs in the previous segment before, and you wanted to finish off with a few Tidbits. Yeah, a few tidbits. Well, we mentioned the $500 two-week turnaround on commercial properties in Marin. Typically, that is a single tenant or a few tenants, um, and we can give you a valuation. Um, one other thing that we do is I can come in as a consultant by the hour. Sometimes you don't want to ruffle the feathers on your landlord, uh, but you want help negotiating your existing lease or an expansion of the lease. And in that case, I can come in as a consultant, uh, help you draft letters, provide uh, other comps, and then you have the information and ammunition you need if you want to negotiate a lease or even help up on a purchase with a with a property that you're currently. You know that's leasing. a good idea because yeah. it it makes makes me think about how if uh, let's say I have a mortgage uh, investment on a property, I might not want to go to the tenant and see if they want to buy that note. I, it's like I, I'll sell it to a third party because I don't want them to, to know because then they might use that as ammunition against me. Or they might they might start uh, making the front yard real ugly or being noisy. Exactly, or, yes. or, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. The, you don't... Uh, I, I, I was talking to somebody in the restaurant industry and I say, well, when you close a restaurant, what do you do? Do you, got, do you give them like a week or two notice and they go, absolutely right. not. You, what you do seconds. is <laughs> Yeah, what you do is business as usual and then at the very end of the night you say, let me have your attention. Tonight's our last night. Uh, yeah. Here's your checks. Uh, get out. Yeah. And you lock the door. Well, thank the you. Thank thing. you very much. You'll all have workers' comp claims uh, yeah. that day. They, or uh, unemployment claims. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, but it's the same thing. It's like when, when you're going to fire an employee, uh, you know, in the old days you used to give them, you know, two weeks notice and all that stuff. I said, no, no, no. What you do is you, you fire them on the spot and then give them two weeks pay if you want to be nice to, to give and, them a little bit of And then security severance. escorts them out yeah, of the building. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, hopefully you don't have to do that, but yes, yeah. and get the keys. <laughs> and we started out the show by talking about how if you get all your news from uh, the San Francisco Chronicle or the Murky News or the Marin <laughs> IJ uh, or places like that, you might not even know that there's actually some good stuff happening out there, a lot of it attributable to the fact that we have a Republican in office right now. And, and uh, essentially, we've got not only is, is, is sentiment among corporations and consumers uh, at uh, uh, record highs for the last decade, but we've actually got actual buying and spending patterns that are on the increase thanks to that consumer confidence, which again, which drives a, a, a large part of the, uh, the GDP. And so, again, you know, 
no one really knows. No one's crystal ball is perfect. But gosh, six months ago, we were all talking about, you know, when's the next recession going to hit? Is it going to hit oh, in 2017, yeah. 2018? Guess what? You know, that recession talk has kind of disappeared. Now we're talking about the current real estate market looking very, very good yet, maybe through 2018 and even 2019 before maybe the next cycle hits. So again, none of this is guaranteed and some shoe could drop that's unexpected. Um, stuff does happen. We all know that. Uh, most of the uh, catalysts for the last several cycles um, kind of snuck up on us and were unexpected. So again, I'm not saying that it's impossible, certainly, but what is possible and what you know certainly looks probable based on uh, the information that's uh, the, the real actual economic data that's coming out is that um, you know, it doesn't look like we're heading into another cycle anytime soon. So I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty pleased with that. And again, as a lender uh, who's using real estate as a collateral, I'm obviously I've got my, you know, ear to the ground and my finger on the pulse, and, and I'm reading the tea leaves and all whatever. What else can I say? <laughs> rolling the dice? No, rolling, I'm yeah. no, that I'm not no, doing. No, well, I'm ho- I kidding. hope I'm not rolling the dice anyway. <laughs> you know, I, uh, you know, I am concerned. I'm a fiduciary for a you know for many, many, many millions of dollars of client capital that uh, that uh, we invest uh, for so that we can you know make nice uh, uh, high yield returns for our clients. So again, that's why we, your default rate is so low. Yeah, we like like to keep that default rate low. So again, yeah. I, 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 you know, we scour the internet for uh, uh, articles that we like. And again, for more information, uh, you know, anytime, drop us a line, uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com. Call us at 415-883-2150. Mark, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, best way to reach me is call my cell phone, 415-608-1036. We try to keep it to Monday through Friday, but I will take an occasional Saturday Oh, call there you go. Okay. Burning, burning question. All right, here's our thoughts for the day, a thoughts to ponder. Why are there no B batteries? We have, you know, A, C, D, but no B. Hmm. Uh, interesting. And if you were bald, what hair color would they put on your driver's license? Okay. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.